Oh, it's good to hear the tolling of those bells again. It's been a long time since they've rung their solemn song through the midnight air. But like any good dinner bell, it's there to let you know that your meal is ready to be served. Welcome to Midnight Marinera. And a happy Halloween to you, intrepid listeners. I am humbled to know my voice is once again reaching your ears unimpeded on this, our sixth anniversary. You may have noticed our absence since my return from Oblivion, but rest assured, I have not been idle. Things have certainly changed around here, but we are content to at least return from our dark slumber to serve you something during this season, when the veil between worlds is thin. Tonight's play is one that we have long intended to share, a bleak concoction that only one with horror ingrained in their blood could write. It is a tale of grim musicality, and the way the wicked mold malleable minds to... Oh, speak of the devil. It would seem our author is calling me from the mortal plane. This should be interesting. Forgive me, intrepid listeners, while I put him on. Yes, hello? Yeah. Hi. Oh, Alan. Uh, good to hear from you. Uh, how are you doing? Yeah. I, um, not great. Been meaning to talk to you about that. Oh? I've uh, been trying to get a hold of you for some time. Uh, just thought you would be delighted to know... Yes? ...that I have been kicked out of my apartment. Oh, that's what... Wait, what? Your apartment? Yeah. Oh, um, that's not good. Um, how did that happen? Well, I, I got I got a list of complaints uh, that uh, maybe you you might want to familiar you might be familiar with. Uh, so remember when you were whole on your whole like existential dread thing, like creepy pasta is dead, blah blah blah. And you needed a place to crash for a little bit. Yes, I mean it, it was a little more than existential, but yes, I, it was. Yeah, I, well, dur- during that period. Uh, let's let's look at the list of complaints I've got here. Um, s- several piles of marinara ectoplasm discovered in the apartment and around the property. Um, There's also the matter of uh, your car. My car, the hearse? The, the big, freaking, ridiculous-looking, creepy coupe from Wacky Races car you left parked outside my apartment. I... I'm not zoned to have a parking space. I, I I didn't, like, sign off on having a parking space at my apartment, and you were parked there for weeks. I, I told... Look, people, I told, people noticed. People I, I, noticed. There's always I, bats flying I, around that thing. Mm-hmm. Look, Alan, I told the sex box that she could take it on autopilot every so often just to clear the space on street sweeping day. I know that's an issue, but it, she was supposed to have moved the car. She can drive it on her own. Yeah, well, you also left it here, and it got towed. So I I, I got the fees for that, because they decided it was at my place. But I thought that all got squared away. I mean, I know a guy who knows a guy, so... that it, There's all, like, the wailing and moaning and rattling of chains. The, People, that We got so many noise complaints. It, 
the stories have a hard time keeping quiet, Alan. It just comes with the business. No one at that apartment complex will even look at me anymore, so... Well, um, I'm truly sorry if my stay caused you to, uh, be evicted from the premises, but... That all would be enough. But now I find out, I wrote a story for you over a year ago. I, yes. And you... And you still haven't put it on the show. Well, it is serendipitous that you call us tonight, because this tonight is in fact the night that we are producing your show. Oh. Yes. So, really? I was actually in the midst of doing the intro for it when you called. I did not forget the promise I made you that I would premiere it here on Midnight Marinera. But uh, I had meant to have it be a little bit more of a surprise. And I apologize for the delay, but I wanted to make sure it was delivered with the utmost care and precision I could give it. I wasn't just going to throw something together. Not after the kindness you showed me when, yes, I admit, I sat on your crouch and wept quite a bit of marinara sauce all over the place. And uh, I don't know if this is enough to make amends, but it's, it is here. It is here tonight. It's ready. All right. Let's, let's hear it. Okay. Here it is. Without further ado, the fallboard. Come in. Yes? Oh, um, sorry to bother you. I'm Barry's mother. Ah, yes, Mrs. Shields. Wonderful to see you. Can I get you anything? I just put a pot of coffee on. No, no, thank you, Mr. West. I just wanted to stop by and ask you about the call I received earlier today about Barry. Barry, yes, I wish I could have called with better news, I'm afraid. I imagine you were looking forward to the recital. It has nothing to do with the recital. I know my son. He used to get in little scuffles at school, but this is the third time he's come home with bloody knuckles after one of your classes. I can't get a word out of him about what happened, but you claim he's been getting into fistfights after getting bumped from recitals? That is absolutely unlike him. The way I run my class fosters a very competitive nature between my students here. I do my best to not let it spill outside the classroom, but... Well, youth can be very unpredictable. If things are getting that competitive, you should absolutely step in and do something about it. I've heard this is not the first time something like this has happened. I understand your concerns. I really do. But I can't control what happens outside of my classroom as much as I wish I could. Also, if I were to attempt to inhibit this competitive nature, I fear I'd only be the second best piano teacher in the world, and one attitude I try my best to imbue on my students is one that I also hold dear to my heart. Just because the second place trophy is smaller than the first place doesn't mean there's space for it on my shelf. Now, what I can do is promise you I'll be keeping a close eye on Billy. Barry. On Barry. And making sure my other students aren't treating him unfairly. Bullying has no place in my class. Does that sound good? Yes, Mr. West. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, so what are you in for? What? I'm just joking around. Eh, sorta. My name is Barry. I haven't seen you in class before. I'm Alex. Nice to meet you. But seriously, most of us in here have some sort of behavior problem or juvie record or something. 
seems to be how Mr. West does all of his recruiting. So how did you end up in here? Uh, well, I... <clears throat> Timothy, if you're ready, the class will hear your piece for the recital. Michael, please oversee. <laughs> There, Timothy, pace yourself. Oh, oh, that's not good. Hmm. Not quite how I do a tremolo. What's not good? Sounds fine to me. Hmm. That arpeggio was a little off. Uh, Michael. Okay, so. Jesus, what the hell was that? Yeah, I was gonna try and warn you about that before class started. Mr. West demands perfection from his students, and if he doesn't get it, he has his top students slam the forward shut on their fingers. Michael's pretty sharp about it, too. He'll fake you out and make you think he isn't gonna do it, and then SLAM! I've had a few broken fingers and such. No one has been quick enough to pull their fingers away. How... how does he get away with this? Like I said, Mr. West tends to recruit troubled kids. A lot of the kids here's parents don't really give a damn about them. The few that do, well, Mr. West smooths it over. He told my mom I've been getting into fistfights. I got attention in the past for a few little things, with dudes picking on me so she bought it. You sound so casual about this. This is insane. I know, right? I mean, it doesn't happen super regularly, but it happens regularly enough that I've gotten used to it. You already play a little bit? A little bit, yeah. My dad taught me before he passed away. And I'm sure you'll be fine. Just practice as much as you can, alright? Yeah, um, I'm never gonna let that happen to me. Ah, that's my right. See you around, okay? Yeah, sure. Mr. West, hi! Aha! Uh -huh. I thought I heard Beethoven being hammered out on the ivories. Sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to get some practice in because it's raining. Nothing to apologize for, Alex. Practice makes perfect, and far too many of my students don't take their practice seriously. And it shows. Uh, yeah, well, I really, really want to get things right. Splendid! No one begins perfect, but perfection can be acquired if one takes the work to heart. Why are you practicing here and not at home? School's out as of ten minutes ago. Well, I... at home, all I really have is a really old keyboard, and I kind of like being able to play a real piano. just feels better. You are a kindred soul, then. I'm impressed. The music of the masters was meant to be played on a real instrument, not some electrical fake. You can always hear the difference. But please, carry on. Uh, I mean... Don't let me interrupt your practice. In fact... Feel free to use this space any time there's no active class. I offered Michael the same thing. He made great strides in no time at all. Sure. Thank you, Mr. West. taught you to play. That's not bad. My dad is kind of one of the only songs I know. Why doesn't he help you practice? He's not around anymore. Oh. 
mom doesn't really like me playing my keyboard at home or doing much of anything at home. So yeah, here I am. Well, I, for one, am impressed with your responsibility to self-improvement in the musical arts. I can sense a drive in you, and if you carry on under my instruction, I believe you will go far. Thank you, Mr. West. benefit from Debussy's Claire de Lune. Have you heard it before? I think so. Here, let me show you. Oh, okay. I have heard this. I just didn't know the name. I see. Minor tragedy, that. That happens a lot with the classics. Many know the tune, but not the name, nor the composer. This song, if played perfectly, is absolutely beautiful, a genuine expression of an artist. To be presented to an audience as anything less would be... an insult. Do you know why I allow Michael to punish those that fail to meet the music where it should be, Alex? I, uh... Because there's no true beauty without suffering. No appreciation of music without understanding pain. Look at Beethoven. The man lost his ability to hear near the end of his life, and yet still composed some of the most exquisite music ever written. It needs to be understood how many sacrifices were made to produce such art, and how reproducing it requires sacrifice in turn. Those who understand that must pass that on to those who don't. This is the song I want you to learn. See what you can do with it. I'll do my best, Mr. West. Good. I expect nothing less. Wonderful work, Alex. Simply wonderful. Thank you, Mr. West. Class, I want you to take note of the exponential improvements Alex has made in just a single month. You could all learn a thing or two about dedication from this individual. <laughs> Barry, it's time for your piece, and... Alex, stay up there, if you don't mind. I'd actually like you to oversee this for me. Uh, of course, Mr. West. Hmm. Kind of an odd start if we're talking about tempo. S sorry. No, don't be sorry, just, just keep playing. Dismissed. 
I'll see those of you who made the cut at the recital. Why? say the piece you played tonight was beautiful. Thank you, Mr. West. Would you mind if I sat with you on the bench and played a little something? Not at all, Mr. West. I must say, I am humbled by the passion you have shown for music. I wish the rest of the students shared even a fraction of the interest you have shown these past few weeks. Can I be honest for a moment, Mr. West? Of course, Alex. I honestly couldn't care less about the piano. Barry told me what it meant to be the best in my class, and I wanted it more than I've ever wanted anything. Not because I enjoyed playing the piano, but it became the best because I wanted the honor of slamming the fallboard. What? I loved the sound and feeling of making bone crunch on the ivories. I loved every second of looking into the eyes of what some would call my peers and smiling at the thought of my own earned superiority. Jesus, Alex? Mr. West? Yes? That last arpeggio was a little off. Well, what did you think? Yeah, that was good. Okay, good, good, see? We aim to please here at Midnight Marinera, after all, even if we know the company or not. <laughs> uh, there is the matter of... Long story short, you're going to be hearing from my lawyer. That can... I understand, that can be arranged. It's uh, not a huge amount, I'm sure, is it? Let me let me open up the video on Skype here. Okay. I am I'm writing a figure down... And I'm holding it to the camera now. Okay. Ooh, um, 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 oh no, there seems to be some interference. Alan, you're cutting out. I'm sorry. Don't you try and pull this shit on me no, right now. No, it's, it's really bad. I, I can't, I can't seem to keep the connection. Oh, it is a close one. <laughs> oh, my apologies, intrepid listeners. Perhaps things here are not quite back how they once were, but we hope that the work we presented was enjoyable. Now, we must leave you once again. We will return. We will always return if we have another story to tell. But until next we convene, pleasant dreams. <laughs> Midnight Marinera is written, produced, directed, and mixed by David King, with assistance from Kayla King. This episode featured the voices of, in order of appearance, Eric Moodyman as Mr. West, 
Audrey Weaver as Mrs. Shields, Sam Kuczynski as Barry Shields, and Zoe Kuczynski as Alex. The Fall Board was written by Alan Chaney and David King. Special thanks to Steven Cisterna for the additional piano music used in this episode. Did you miss us while we were cold as clay over the long, miserable year? You won't miss us when we manifest again by subscribing to this podcast and leaving us some feedback with a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also email us at midnightmarinera at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at ScarySauce. As always, we thank you for listening and wish you a wonderfully eerie All Hallows' Eve.